will be my first podcast ever while playing a game. Seriously? Seriously. Well, good thing we are recording, right? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to miss that. That's All right. see, no, no. We start off with that. Well, that I was going to say that's the sound bite that we start right. this whole thing off with, right? All right. That voice you heard, that was Kendall Netmaker, and Kendall is first up on uh, the first podcast of 2019. Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for uh, joining me, streaming this, listening, wherever you might be. I'm Darren DuPont, at Darren DuPont, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, Kendall Netmaker, our guest today. He is a serial entrepreneur, I would guess. He's a motivational speaker. He owns and operates the clothing brand Nietzsche Gear. Not his first, as we'll find out in the podcast, but he's a motivational speaker. He runs his own academy, and he's got a new book out. I've got it here. It's called Driven to Succeed, Kendall Netmaker, uh, From Poverty to Podium. Um, And it's a page turner. I'm just getting into it now. And before we get into the podcast, just letting you know, I went to Chapters Indigo in Regina, and it's available everywhere, uh, and I've got two copies of the book, one for me, and we're going to give one away. So like this, uh, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, whatever it may be, we'll get you entered to win a copy of Kendall Netmaker's new book, Driven to Succeed. It is available now. I believe it's also online. I think Kendall has done an audio book as well. So I think it's on Amazon, but it's also in your bookstores. I picked mine up at Chapters in Regina at Indigo and other um, popular bookstores too. So here we go. Kendall Netmaker, uh, a conversation we had um, at the Agribition back in 2018, not that long ago, um, at the Western Canadian Agribition. We're playing video games. So apologize if the audio is not as crystal clear as you'd expect from the podcast, um, but it's pretty good. A lot of background noise because you're in the Agribition, but uh, sit back and enjoy the next 30 minutes with Kendall Netmaker here on the podcast. Again, like, subscribe, and share. We'll get you a copy of Kendall's new book, Driven to Succeed. Kendall Netmaker from Nietzsche Gear. Well, no, I'll let you do it. What's the Coles Notes version? Because it's not one thing. Jeez, I don't know. Entrepreneur, author, speaker. Let's just say that. Entrepreneur, author, speaker. Okay, well, first we'll set it up. We're going to play some yeah. NHL 19. I'll let you pick whatever team you want, whatever side you want All here. All right, which one am I here? Do you have a team? Um, I will be. Who are you going to be? Blues, eh? I'll go with my high school favorite team. I, I've since lost track. That's okay, how long I was, was going to say it changes. <laughs> All right, you're the Vancouver Canucks. You got to tell people it's the Canucks because it's right, still a podcast, it's right? Canucks. All right, I will be. I used to be back in the day. Pavel Bure was my favorite player. He was the best. He was awesome. You know what? That that was the greatest. I don't. You're in your 30s? Yep, 31. Oh, 31. Okay, me too. Um, 87? 87, man. 87. Great. That's awesome. All right, you can select your team, pick your jersey. All right, which one am I? The A button. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, actually, if you press this button, we can... uh, I'm going to go there. If you press this button, you can dial... Oh, you got to... Why is it... Okay, now move your controller back over. There you go. Now you press this button. All right. And now you can choose which set of controls you want. You want to be the okay. uh, Let's see. with the stick, or you want to be on buttons. I'm gonna go real simple here, okay? NHL '94. There's there a shoot go. button and a pass button. All right, there we go. That's what you got. Sounds good to me. All right, I'm gonna just pick a, a away jersey here. Did you hear that? NHL '94. That's how old school I am. 
See? Actually, it was NHL 99 on N64 was probably the last time I played a hockey game that I was good at. The earliest one, I, I remember even back further on the on the computer playing NHL 97. That was with like John Jeez. Van Beesbrook was on the cover oh, man. of NHL 97. But Pavel Bury, I think that era, that's, that's what I remember as being right. the greatest hockey. You know, and to be honest, it was the 2002 Olympics yeah. is the best hockey I remember. All my heroes played yes. in that. I, I had the VHS of the whole experience, and I remember watching that Do over you? and over and again. Oh, that's uh, so good cool. Times. Yeah. That's so cool. When's the last time you picked up a video game? You're so busy, this probably doesn't happen very often. Probably like a decade ago at least, okay. to be honest. Honestly, this is the boy 10 years ago. Yep. Crazy. And I might add, my first time while doing a podcast ever doing this. So this is cool. This is good, Darren. This is cool. Okay, you and I hooked up uh, the first time I remember, I don't know if you do, a kid's sport breakfast. Do you remember the breakfast? Yes. In Saskatoon? Yeah. I didn't do much. You were the guest speaker. I just emceed it. Yeah. But that's when I first heard your story. Yes. Um, but let's let's hear it again because it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, How did yeah, you yeah. get involved and, 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 you know, get to being this entrepreneur? And right. So... I guess my roots come from Sweetgrass First Nation. That's where I was pretty much raised my whole life. Okay. Uh, my mom single parented myself, my three younger sisters. And uh, basically we had to go through some things that most kids don't go through. Right. And one of those was uh, being raised on, uh, on welfare. And, and the, that experience was it didn't give us opportunity to play after school sports and that's what I love to do. Yeah. And by the time I was in elementary, grade five, that's when my best friend stopped, st stepped into it and him and his family started to pay for my fees. They started to drive me to, to this place called Cut Knife. Really? And Cut Knife is a small farming community uh, not far from my reserve. So yeah. we just happened to be going to school, me and my best friend, his name is Johan, and then him and his family helped me out and so many things happened after that. Uh, from two years, like two years after we met, they moved away to Saskatoon, and they gave us a vehicle that allowed my my family to continue to be involved in after-school sports. So, this whole family just changed our whole life, and it transitioned to a lot of things. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's crazy. One person has that impact on your life and gives you the opportunities. It's, it's the little opportunities yep. that we take for granted. Absolutely. Playing it in after-school sports, like, what does that matter? It's crazy. It doesn't I, seem, you know, you don't think when you're playing sports that this is a big deal, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and a lot of people don't get that opportunity, and I was just grateful to, to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, just got scored on. I just scored. I need a second. <laughs> I felt it was really loud, so yeah, turn it down. I want to make sure I can hear you. That it's not, not, uh, not so loud that it's overbearing on the podcast, but no, that's super neat. And then Nietzsche gear. Mm-hmm. That was first, right? That was second. Okay. My first was called Moose Meat Apparel. Moose Meat Apparel. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. So Moose Meat Apparel was another clothing company that I had. And um, basically, I ran into some trademark issues that I couldn't use the word moose meat on my stuff anymore. And because of that, and I was in my second last year of university at this time. Because of that, I had to close the company down. Um, right after we got featured in the Globe and Mail. What? Yeah. No. You got all this momentum. Yep. You're now in a national publication. Yeah. And the and the man brings you down. The a few men brought me down. <laughs> a <yes>. few men. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was uh, 
I remember I was speaking at a school recently and I got to that line of, you know, I felt like a complete and I let the kids fill in the blank. And what they said was, loser. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I guess I kind of felt like a loser, but I felt like a huge failure at the same time uh, during that because it was on national, the national scene. And, and everybody sees it and then Everyone goes to find you and, and you had to shut down. And then they ask you all the time, what happened, right? And I have to go uh. all the time. It was just, uh, it wasn't fun. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So then what'd you do in that so moment? After that, I, uh, I had two, two, two choices, uh, quit and cry for the rest of my life about it or change it. So I changed the name to Nietzsche gear and Nietzsche is a slang form of friend in our language. It's, it's from this word called Nitsiwagan, which is a friend word. So it's basically friend gear. And I tied, uh, it happened to be the blessing in disguise because I was able to, you know, tie in my story, give a purpose-driven mission behind it, and those two just happened to be the winning thing behind it. So we, that's why we're still here today, it's because of that. That's very, yeah. that's, that's very inspirational, that's great. Yeah. But, okay, and you hear that a lot, <laughs> where you've got the choice yeah. to either, okay, I can fold and, and just yeah. let this be the end of the story, and you know what? I had a business that was in the Globe and Mail. That's a big deal. Yeah. Okay, and I'll go do the rest of my life. Yep. Or you can step up, put your, pull your pants up, and, yep. and do something else. Yeah. But looking back on it, that's what ha it's not that easy in the yeah, moment, it, right? It wasn't. Like, no. you do cry about it for a little bit, right? Oh, absolutely. How long did that bring you, like, were you kind of down before you kind of realized? I was down for at least, realized? Uh, like, at least a month. Yeah. Like I, I just felt awful. Um, is, this, is your mic falling? Let's lift it up oh, a little bit to make yeah, sure you're not... Uh, I can... We can tighten it up too. Where are we tighten uh, right here? That one, yeah. You got other way. Other way. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So it, you know, obviously, uh, your first success of anything, well, non-sports related, was that, and it just had to be a failure right away. So I felt awful. And yeah. And how much work goes into? Oh, I put a lot. You of know, work into creating it. something that gets yeah. that type of recognition. Yeah. It was. Tough. Oh, yeah. Just I just got on again. Yeah, that's two nothing. <laughs> all right. It's okay. I'm making you talk. I'm distracting you. Distract me with all these these painful memories. Right. No, I kidding. know. I'm kidding. Actually, uh, I'm over a lot of all that stuff now. So it's does good. anything still bother you? Uh, from all that? Yeah. Uh, no, because it shaped the future. Right. Um, it was a learning moment, um, and if you meet any successful person, they'll say that failure is the key ingredient to finding success. And if I had not failed, then I, you know, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you, right? So right. That's uh, that was a uh, key. So, from school, what was first? Um, from before, from like, did anything happen between growing up, being in school, to launching from high school? To, to university, yeah. I I played volleyball, so I okay. played. I went. I moved away to this place called Fort McMurray. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't go there to work. That's a long ways to, away. Uh, Most people go to work to go work there at that time. So you went to work? I didn't go to work. I no. went to go to school. So okay. I went to go to play some volleyball and take some classes. And during that time, I was. Were you on a volleyball scholarship? Uh, yeah, or basically, yeah. I was yeah, just, uh, you were there volleyball. to play volleyball. Yeah. That's very cool. So playing volleyball, good times, and then my knees really started to give out jumping every day yeah so after that I went I moved back home and I got into the U of S and uh, to become a teacher 
So I'm studying to become a teacher and then I see all these business plan competitions being posted. And I said, I'm gonna enter them because I have this cool idea. And if I try it out, there might be a good chance that uh, things might work out. And I got scored on again. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Actually, I thought And I so dropped out of university? No, I, um, I was in university to become a teacher and then I, I, I saw the business competitions being posted. So I had to write a business plan. Didn't know how to do it. Found no. people who could show me, took them out for coffee. And eventually I had a business plan, I'd submitted it, then I had to learn how to pitch my business, didn't know how to do that either. So I watched a lot of Dragons Den on YouTube. Yeah. And I figured out how to do it, and I showed up and I started to do things that most people weren't doing. And I was telling a story through a pitch. And when I started doing that, no one else was doing that, they were just talking about facts and figures. We were different. We were unique. Yeah. And because of that, people saw, we were able to influence judges to believe in us, and then give us prize money. And that's how we got Nietzsche started. You didn't know how to write a business plan, so you started taking people out for coffee. That, yep. I, that's what I get out of all that, because that's what's cool. Yes. It's the only reason I'm doing what I'm doing yep. is because I decided to reach out to people in the community, like Kevin Jesus at the time, who was the, the sports director of yep. Global Saskatoon, yep. and asked if I could buy him lunch. Mm. Can I buy you lunch? Pick your brain a little bit, figure out, you know, and you build the network. I love it. He bought lunch. You know, I didn't even have to pay for lunch. Yeah. Which, awesome. and to this day, you know, one of the people I look up to the most, he's now in Edmonton, and I mm. still try and meet up with him every time I'm there. Um, but what type of people were you reaching out to, to go for coffee I, to uh, learn? Business people, yeah. primarily. And even um, people I'd met through university. Uh, so we would go with for coffee and whatnot, and then I would just pick their brain. Notepad and pen. That was the year the iPad first came out. How did you get them to go for coffee? Just ask. Yeah, see, it's that easy. It's that easy, you just ask, what's the worst that can happen? No? Okay, move on. And I think a lot of people, they, they, they have a hard time hearing no because of past conditioning of that word no from parents or whoever's raising them. So I had to eliminate a lot of that conditioning. So now it's like with what I'm doing, I'm always asking people. The book I just wrote, Driven to, to, Driven to Succeed, I have a few, at least three endorsements that are like internationally known, okay? And people ask, how the heck did you get this person to, to, to endorse your book? I asked, I sent the email, I, I complimented them. I said, I study your stuff, been a big fan, I have your books, whatever your courses, would you be, I would be honored if you wrote a testimonial for my book. Lots of them said no, but there was three that said yes. That's all you need. Yes, exactly. So the book, Let's go there. I know we're yeah. jumping all over the place. Yep. The book came last in the four things. So there's, uh, so there's Moose Meat, Nietzsche Gear. Nietzsche Gear introduced me, had me a platform to speak. So I started speaking, doing keynotes to yep. high schools, universities. Did lots for free for many uh, engagements. And then eventually... That's another thing. I stop you there too. Yeah. <laughs> you did lots for free. Tons. And now you don't. Uh, and maybe I, you still, I, maybe I still, you still do. do. I still do, but, but it's not—it's uh, not often because my time is very valuable. I—I've I, started to really realize that my time was extremely valuable, valuable, and I know that what I have is very valuable. So I teach it. I teach it through speaking. Right. And people leave leave the, leave the audience with better than when they start when, they, when I first start got there to, to what I was teaching them. So they they leave with more. 
and they can apply that and improve their life and their finances. That's that's so key yeah. and that's so true yeah. because there are a lot of people and, and the views are changing mm -hmm. on university mm -hmm. and that it's gone from you have to go to university to yep. be successful to yep. no, you have to work hard and have a passion and, and be willing to yep. invest in yourself. But people don't, I don't think, understand what that means. Yeah. You could spend ten to $20,000 a year going to university. Yep, exactly. But if you're not, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't spend that money on yourself. Yep. You know, it costs you money to go and speak for free. Oh, but yeah. that's your education. Yeah. That's where you're opening up the opportunities, gaining the experience you know, to eventually you know, speak for thousands of dollars. Yes. So when we, the reason I would speak for free is because I had a product I was trying to sell while I was there. Right. So I would go there to speak for free often so I could have a chance to sell my, my t-shirts at the end. So my whole speech was tailored to that sales pitch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you my story, how I'm going to help you. You're going to come by and support me because my story is, is going to emotionally connect with you and you're going to be on a purpose-driven mission with me by buying my product. So and at the end of it, I was able to, that's how I sold a lot of my stuff when see, I first started. And, and people have that same response when you talk about social media. Well, what are we going to get? Yeah. How are we going to make money? Yeah. Well, you're not going to make money directly on social media. Yeah. I mean, you can gain enough followers and you can have enough influence that yeah. businesses will pay you to promote their products yeah. and drop it in your Instagram picture. Yeah. But you're building your brand mm -hmm. and you're growing your following and you're giving value on social media and entertaining people. And because of that following, now somebody's going to pay you X number of dollars to come out and speak exactly. and you can turn it into money yeah. in other ways. Or they're going to yeah. buy your product or come to your store yeah. want to buy your clothes. There's always a, I think everyone should be, um, trying to help whoever's in front of you. And we just happened to be doing it through a product and then people started to see that through the product and they brought us in to speak. So it was cool. And uh, we still do that to this day. You do it for free. Yeah. Giving value. Yeah. And that'll turn into value in return. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so then what made you decide to write a book? Um, first off, I said I was going to write it <laughs> when I was... Um, Isn't that true? When hey? I, I wrote it down, I was going to write a book by the time I was 30. Then I just turned 31. And you're like, ah. Oh, sorry, when I turned 30, I was like, oh my gosh. Whoops. I need to do this. So I, when I was 30, I was writing it. And then I published it when I was, uh, it finally was finished, all the whole process by uh, October this year. So, so we've, uh, I did a, a, two, a little tour, I guess. Did a book launch. I started calling all my contacts. And then in the first week, I sold 1,000 copies just from the phone. In the first week, you sold 1,000 copies? Yep. From the phone, just from making calls. Making calls, man. This is what people don't understand. Yeah. And I've seen this uh, on the sport tour, especially with dinners. Mm -hmm. People think you've got a great guest speaker, you've got a wonderful dinner, and there's a waiting list. It's sold out. Yeah. So you think, you know what, this is easy. I can start a dinner, I'll post a poster on, on Facebook. Yep. It's going to sell out because I've got a great, great speaker. And yeah. They don't realize that in those dinners, there's two or three people on the committee that yep. have called every business in town to yep. buy a table and they beg people to buy a table. Yeah, and they, it looks super easy to them. Yeah, It looks very easy. But that's a lot of work to sell a thousand books. It was, because uh, I was on the phone a lot and I got a lot of no's too, and people don't understand that. That's just part of it. You gotta hear the no's you, and you gotta hack it out. Of course you do. Yeah. 
Ah, that's that's yeah, that's no, so but true. I told one of my coaches that she's like, Kendall, you don't understand. Most people don't never sell a thousand books, even in their whole book launch release. I was like, I never thought of it that way. But my my goals are so high that I want to sell more. You know what I mean? That's nothing to me. I I want to sell tens of thousands, right? So, we'll we'll see. How many followers on Instagram? Do you know? Um. I got almost 3,000 followers. Could be better, I guess. Um, no, my point is, yeah. is followers don't mean anything. No, they don't. They don't mean anything. There's people that have you know, 10 times that. and they do, They're not turning that into 1,000 book sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You put in the work. Yeah. So when somebody picks up a copy of, of Driven to Succeed, mm -hmm. your book, what are they going to get? Gonna, it's on my off, list, but gonna, I haven't read it. First off, they're going to be inspired, and because they're going to be inspired, I'm going to take them through a journey. Is it your story? It's only not only my story, but it's also other people's stories. And part of that journey is connecting with the reader, thinking of them through, taking them through all their obstacles that they've had to go through, and showing them their potential at the end of where they can go. You know, in five, ten years, if they commit to something, right? You have to make a decision. And I, I teach five steps in the book, and that first step is that making that decision. You have to make your decision, whatever it is, right? You want to be a professional athlete? You want to be a hockey player? They've all made a decision they're going to do that one day. And they've committed their whole lives towards getting there, right? Just like yourself, Darren, right? You made a decision to be where you're at, right? Whatever is next for you, you have to make that decision. I'm thinking Other, about that If you that don't right make now. that decision, you're going to be bouncing around for a long time, and you'll have very little progress. When you go all into that decision, it's going to be scary, but you're going to learn things and do things that most people people wouldn't. How many people get into the get on a phone and start calling all those people and make a thousand sell a thousand books? I I had no choice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I had no choice. If I had a nine to five job, I wouldn't be doing that. No. I'd be comfortable. We got some like you guys listening yeah. to this. <laughs> This is some valuable we stuff. Some, uh, we've got some listeners here. We've got listeners. We're at the we're at the Brand Center at the Agribition. Yeah. And we just got something fired up back here. What was it? An iPad, I think. Something. That did not work. I gotta try oh, my. Yeah. How did that start going off? An ad. Oh, an ad. Popped up my phone when it was asleep. That's Jeez. that's scary. Oh, we're we're going again. NHL's oh, back on. Go. But my point is, to that whole thing, it's it's, I mean. That's, that's the value I get out of this right now, mm -hmm. is just hearing that. I, yep. I mean, I'm in a great spot. I'm having a lot of fun. This is awesome. And people ask me that question all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, what's your dream? What's next? Where do you want to be? TSN, yep. Sportsnet, Hockey Night in Canada. And the question is, or the answer is, I don't know. Yep. Because there's so many things that I'm interested in. Yep. And that's absolutely right. You got to decide where, where you want to be. You have to make and that then decision. Yeah. every decision you make and every action you make has to map out towards that, right? Totally. Yeah. But you, you make that decision, then, okay, now that you've made it, you got to make some kind of a plan to get there. So that's step two in the book. And in step two, I, I, I kind of walk you through what I've done and what other people have taught me. And it's very effective because it forces you to, uh, to look at it, see it, and then work backwards. Yeah. So where I want to go, I, I've seen it. I don't really tell a lot of people where I want to go because people want to understand that vision. Right. Because most people don't think like that. And so I, I, I focus on uh, just showing them how to do it. That's very cool. Yeah. So what's the dream then? 
What's the goal? What's the goal? What have you mapped out? Or well, I'll tell you one of my goals. Um, one of my goals is to eventually become consistent international speaker. That's yeah. just one of many of my goals. So that involves me doing a lot of uh, branding in the speaking area. Speak right. More speech. More speeches in, in in events where key decision makers are at. Yep. And uh, more effective marketing. Meaning lots of videos, right? I do a ton of videos. I don't know if you, you follow me on LinkedIn. I, I do. And I do. You probably you see do a lot the, of You do the daily video. Oh, yeah. I just, you scored. I think you scored on yourself. I think I scored on myself. Still counts, man. Nah. <laughs> Not proud of that one. Not proud of that one. Look at this. Right between oh. the legs. Okay. We'll shake it off. Yeah. Um, how big is your team? You're going to tell me I one. Got two. You. Yeah, basically one and a half people. Beside not not the Nietzsche Gear team, the Kendall Netmaker team. Oh, my It's team. you. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's me and then I, some online staff. I have a lot of people that work for me online. Okay. Uh, so freelancers. Uh, yeah. People who, who help me with design, website stuff. Um, yeah, I, it helps a lot to, to build a team because when you're busy doing your thing, you want people that are better than you to do it, other stuff for you. That's another thing that people don't understand mm -hmm. is they think they have to do it all themselves. Yeah. And I mean, I'm trying to do it all myself and it doesn't work. Yeah. It's tough, man. Like it's like even this podcast, eventually you're going to have to find people to do your audio for you, uploading and all that stuff, right? Right. It's, it's, uh, and the marketing of it and the yeah. promotions of it. And exactly. So are you aware of what your area is? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I should be. I'm the speaker, right? So my whole my whole thing is I'm trying to build my team. Uh, I guess kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk uh, in a sense. But, sure. Uh, to distribute my content. Right. That's the toughest yeah. thing. It's trying to figure out what I mean. The areas of need are that you can't fill, or that you're not. I mean, yeah. we can do everything. I know how to fill out an invoice and do basic accounting. Yeah. That's not my strength. I yeah. need somebody to do that. Absolutely. You know, I know how to edit video, but not that fast and not that effective and not that great yeah. and that professional. Yeah. You know, so it's certain things that you got to let go of, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then starting to figure out too, am I ready and willing to pay for somebody else to do this? Do I see the value? Yeah. Not right away, yeah. but do I see the investment of, spending my money on that as opposed to yeah. a mortgage or a new car yeah. or a, you yeah, know? That's the thing, like when, you, when you're, especially as a business owner, you're gonna find that the further you go, the more you have to invest in things, uh, in yourself primarily. So like in education, okay, you wanna learn something that other people do in, okay, well you're gonna have to learn how they did it too. So what does that mean? Yeah, maybe you have to hire a coach, maybe you have to go to a conference, maybe you have to buy some, a, a course, yeah. Right. There's always things that you're investing in. I have a personal coach, right, man. I, I pay thousands a month to have. You do, hey? How many people actually do that? Right. So what do you? What does your coach? That. What does your coach do for you? Um, basically gets me to talk and challenges me on a lot of things, and I journal. Yeah. Record the record the conversations. I have to re-listen to what I'm talking about, and maybe there's nuggets in there that I never thought of. Right. So her job is to try bring those out of me. Uh, whether it's limiting beliefs I create about myself, about where I'm trying to go, things that are holding me back, and try to, how do we overcome this, right? And the more that we can overcome that, the stronger my foundation will be. 
the stronger your foundation will be, the further you can go in your leg. It's like a skyscraper, right? Nobody does it alone. Nobody does it alone. No. It may be it may be you, maybe me, it may be whatever. Nobody yeah. does it alone. Exactly. Gary Vaynerchuk, it may be nobody does it alone. They've all got a team. Yeah, exactly. That's very cool. Well, I think you beat me. Yeah. I'm gonna hand the controller over to this guy right here. here all right, go, we'll we'll let we'll let the guys play. There you go. You guys can load up another one. All right. I think I'm more focused now. I, can, I was I can gonna. Answer. I was gonna say now we can. So for those of you who are watching, in. we were playing this whole time, and I'm not even used to doing two things at once like this ever. Right. And um, let's answer a few more questions. Geez, I wish I had like could offer you coffee or something in the den. Oh no this worries. This is uh, yeah. This is great. So what's yeah. next? Um. What do you what do you what do you need? What's what are you missing in in your what am journey? I missing? Um, Honestly, I'm just continually trying to improve a lot of things in my life, my personal life, my uh, my speaking, my you know that, that's why I have coaches now to help me. So I, I when you want it bad enough, you're gonna find ways to get people to help you. Yeah. And I'm so focused on doing that right now, is that the more I get help, the, the further I'll go, and, and the faster I'll get there. So that's key. That's very Mentorship, key. Mentorship, man. Everyone needs a mentor. Everyone needs a coach. Yeah. And if you don't think you're ready, you don't. If you don't think you need one, you're the one who needs it the most, because you can't get anywhere without without that help. Well, I see it, and I don't know if you if you have any anybody you mentor yeah. on a regular basis, but I see you all the time on your social media. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going across the you're crisscrossing the country, yeah. and I know you're going to a lot of First Nations communities, yep. um, helping people who might be in your situation Absolutely. when you were a kid. Absolutely. So what else are you doing in that area? I know that's a big part of it. And th- that stuff yeah. you're probably willing to do for yeah, most, free or next stuff, to free. A lot of that stuff is, is whether it's, it's either discounted heavily yeah. or I'm doing it for free in Saskatoon on my time. Yeah. I, I, the things I do for free is on my time. When I have time to do it, I'll go do it, right? Um, a lot of times when I travel, I have to, I'm charging for a service to go and speak or to do, go and consult, right? So it's... Uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm here, right? Yeah. Right now we're in Regina, and uh, it's two and a half hours away from Saskatoon, and I'm going to be speaking here at a conference tomorrow. So I was here last week as well, speaking for the Saskatchewan Heavy Construction Association, and and uh, I love what I do, man. It's a lot of fun. How do you market it? How do, how do people find out about you that you're available to speak at these things? Is your phone ringing well, first because off, of places you've spoke or first, because of the book? Yeah. So first off, I spoke a lot for free, right? So yeah. I've done hundreds of speeches. And, and, so, and because of that, I've learned how to, I, I've learned my, 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 my strengths and weaknesses. And I focus on what I'm good at and I do more of that. And I, I'm really good. I think I'm really good at, sto- at storytelling, telling really good stories. So I well, you are. I've heard it. Through my speeches. And in the speeches at the events are the best referrals. People will want to refer you to someone else and that's how a speaker speaking business is formed. If you're good, someone else will refer you. That's where most of my engagements come from. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's always the que- the question is how to get those opportunities mm-hmm. and then also how to scale them yep. and get bigger ones. And yep. you already talked about trying to speak with more influencers, more yep. decision makers exactly at, at those events. Yep. It's it's funny, I read an article, a Kevin Hart's article, I don't know if you've seen this or mm-hmm. his his model but he was he was a comedian and he was he was doing okay yeah but when he broke through it's when he realized that he was the business yeah and he started booking his own shows selling his own tickets yeah 
and doing it all. And yeah. he put himself on the map. Yeah, exactly. He, he became the, it's just like Tony Robbins, same thing. Tony Robbins was a big time keynote speaker. Then he, he started doing his own thing, his own events. Now he's, he's the Tony Robbins show, right? It's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Are those guys you look up to then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Anyone who's achieved something on that level, you have, you have no choice but look up to them yeah. and see what they're doing right. What are they doing right? You study them, buy their books, whatever, right? But your bit, your day-to-day -day is still Nietzsche gear. How much of your day-to-day -day is Nietzsche gear? How much of it is Kendall Netmaker? My day-to-day -day is, is trying to simplify and create systems that allow me to speak more. Yeah. So a lot of that is, is, is uh, finding people who can take care of, whether it's Nietzsche gear, take care of the book sales, take care of the academy, like stuff yeah. like that, right? Or create care of the website, the promotions of Facebook ads. There's always going to be people that, with their strengths that you can bring in to try help you to, so you can do more of what you're good at. We haven't even talked about the academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the academy is a online platform to help people to start businesses or to advance themselves in personal development. So it's for entrepreneurs, professionals who want to learn about that. So it's a it's a video training academy. I have all these videos on there that I've I've recorded in studios and whatnot, and 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 during speeches. And people get access to that because people are always wanting to get mentorship by me. So I, I created this academy for those people. And at the same time, I'm able to connect with those people online and become their mentor, a virtual mentor. So Very now cool. I, can, I can mentor um, hundreds of people as opposed to just one person at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw you scale and, yes, and exactly. make an impact on yeah. more people. Yeah. Where can people find it? And how Net, do they get involved? Netmakeracademy.com. Go to my site, Kendall Netmaker. You'll be able to see it right at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. You want to see the book? You want to get one? Go on Amazon. Driven to succeed. It's on there right now. Uh, you won't be disappointed with that. That's where you find it on Amazon. Amazon or through my site. Amazon sells it everywhere. So yeah. yeah. Do you have hard? Are there are there hard copies? Are you are you getting it on the shelves or is this? These are these are paperback um, and they're in most of the bookstores across Canada. They are, hey. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Great, great Christmas gift idea. Absolutely. For somebody in the family. That's or family or friends, that's very cool. Um, I love it. I'm trying to, like, I don't want to let you go. I don't know what else I want to no see what else I can get out of you here yeah. because this is so good. My, my head is just spinning with ideas no because worries. somebody who's, I mean, you were in the clothing business. Yes. Right? Yeah. And now, you're in, the, now you're in the public speaking and business. And now I'm a speaker, it's crazy. Right? Um, and in the sports and, and broadcast side, it seems like it's natural and it's easy, but that side of it is completely different. It's a different game because it's, to me, this is much easier than getting up on a stage and speaking. You know, being on a microphone, because you can think. You don't have to worry about performing. You know right. what I'm saying? When you're doing a keynote, you're almost doing a performance through words. You are. And your body language, right? So it's different. You have to kind of go an extra mile to, to really lay the impact on people and make it stick. And then you got to, your, your, your goal is to make them leave there feeling empowered to do something, to take an action on something, whatever topic you're talking about. So if it's on, I don't know, storytelling, yeah. right? My goal is to try to get them to talk about their personal stories or their brand stories. And I give them the steps to do that. Do you get nervous before you speak? Of course. Yeah, every, I think every speaker, I would be, I would be nervous not being nervous. That's, I mean, I remember that in hockey. Yeah. I remember being like competitive hockey growing up yeah. 
and you're on the bench, and my leg would, yeah. st would start going. Absolutely. Right, and I knew I was going right. And that was that was my nerves. And yep. you were into the game, yep. and you felt it, and you were and that that was so great. Yeah. And I think that nerves before I go on the air for a broadcast, no matter mm. what level of hockey or football or whatever it is, I mean, even doing this, right? Yeah. I mean, little things like if you're not into it, absolutely, you can you, still get those feelings. It's it's nerves are good, man. Like those those are awesome, but it just you just get better at managing them. Right? Have you ever blacked out? I've ever blacked out. I've done that speaking, where I spoke to a school once, yeah, and it wasn't that long ago, and yeah. and I mean I've done this. It's happened more than once where. Yeah. You, this is not something I do all the time. Usually yeah. it's television or radio yeah. and I'm talking to the camera or, yeah. you know, I'm talking to a lot of people, but I, I don't see them. Mm. So you're up on stage and you've got this speech mm -hmm. and, and you talk for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Yeah. And I get back to my chair and I'm like, what did I just say? I love it. I, I'm like, I don't know what I just said. I'm, I hope it was good. Did it feel good? It, f it felt good. Yeah. People enjoyed it. I, people come up and you talk to you afterwards mm. and... Hey, I really like it. Oh, that's a really cool story. But and I'm like, yeah, I, I hope I went in the right order. I hope there's, it was good. There's a time where, I guess, if you're into it, where sometimes you're a channel for higher level thinking, and that channel comes through you in that form of what just happened, or. You're up there speaking, and things are coming. You're like, where is this coming from? Right. That's the beauty, right? That's the sweet spot where people, most speakers never get to. So if you're having that already, there's a good chance you can have some success in this arena. That's very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we'll get to. One day, we'll have our own show. All right. Okay, Sounds we'll good. sell out the brand center. Love it. We'll put on our own event. We'll, we'll make it Tony Robbins style. See? But Saskatchewan style. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, Saskatchewan yeah. style. Good stuff. That's all I got for you. All right, man. Well, thank you. Crush your, crush your conference tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, let's do this again soon. Absolutely. Any questions, reach out to me, kenbymaker.com. Yes. And social media, where can they Facebook, find you? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter, everything. YouTube. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's it. All right. Podcast is... Just about everywhere. We're not on Spotify yet. We're on Google and iTunes and Stitcher and iHeartRadio and uh, online. So, sweet. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks, buddy. And Take anything um, social media-wise as well, comments, likes, shares, share the crap out of this and uh, go follow Kendall. Awesome. Online. Okay. Good See stuff. See you guys. All right, there's Kendall Netmaker joining me on the podcast. Great stuff. His story is wonderful. Again, I've got copies of Kendall's new book, Driven to Succeed. One's for me, and we're going to give one away. Got these at Chapters in Indigo in Regina. His book available now, uh, and I believe it's on Amazon, and I think there's an audio book, although you'd have to check in with Kendall on that. I know I've got two physical copies right here of the book. So uh, Driven to Succeed, From Poverty to Podium. Like, subscribe to the podcast, share this. And we'll give away a copy of the book, a chance for you uh, to take one home and uh, great reading for 2019. More podcasts to come. Again, you can uh, subscribe, like, share at Darren Dupont on all social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Um, and we're on uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and hopefully coming to Spotify and others on the way. And uh, that's it. We'll talk to you soon here on the podcast.